Who raised you? Crime? Mistakes? And these motherfucking bitches? Y'all comedians know you've been biting the hate no TK on. shit for too long. TK. Motherfucking TK. Yeah. TK said, build a bridge and got over it. Want the spot, but he holding it. You controlled, he controlling it. This shit clay, he just molding it. Had to beat all of them cases. Change all of they faces. Who raised you motherfuckers? They ain't think I was gonna make it. Keep it G to a G. It's always me versus me. Never me versus him. Cause I can't be like them. Stan Latham put me on hold. But this ain't glitter, it's gold. How you gonna say no? And you don't really know. Who raised you? Ladies and gentlemen, this is the TK Kirkland Show. The TK Kirkland Podcast. And we in the midst of a lot of crazy things on this universe right now. I wish everybody well. Hope that you're doing the right thing in life to make sure that you guarantee um, health on the other side when all this is over. And if you lost anyone, my um, condolences go out to you and your loved ones. So I have a young lady on the phone who reached out to me and we were talking about why do men settle? You know, it's important. I guess her and group of friends, they get together and they talk about different things. And I really appreciate them uh, thought about me. So let's ask T.K. Kirkland. Why do T? Why do why do men settle? You know. So let's 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 hear your point of view on this, honey. And what are you trying to ask me about men settle? What is that you truly want to know? Well, uh, usually society uh, shows the perspective of the woman settling, uh, being with a man that she's no longer comfortable with due to time in a relationship. Um, now, women do that? Women settle down with guys because it's a time, for it, time factor? Yes. They wow. feel like they've put in time, they've built that stock up, and they want to see the residuals and the dividends. Yes. Yes. Okay, so you're saying if they date a person 10, 15 years, they're going to stick with that guy? Oh, they're going to stick with him. Okay. okay. All right, so they put in the time. A lot of times the perspective from women with children, well, I have children with him, I can't go anywhere don't want to disrupt the household. Um, I've had this built life together. We are um, high school or college sweethearts. Mm-hmm. It just looks the way, right? right. Uh, so we see it in movies. We see it in television, all from the woman's perspective. So I said, let's ask TK because he can help us out. But what does it look like from the male point of view? What does it look mm-hmm. like for a man to settle? So that's why we're asking that question today. Okay, understood. And, and one of the things that's important, like, women need to understand that all men are different, and men have different reasons for why they settle. Some men could have lost their mother young, and they met a woman that, am I going to be mom? You got some guys who are settle fast at a young age because they don't know how to cook. Mm. They don't know how to fold towels. They don't know how to keep the place clean. And they're looking for a mother image. Um, you really, really have a lot of different reasons. And I truly believe men or women should never really settle. I think that you go through life and you learn how to do things to, um, to survive on your own. 
know how to cook, know how to clean, know how to save money, um, know how to live by yourself. Because a lot of people are afraid to live by themselves. So when you're afraid to live by yourself, you make crazy decisions. Not only do you make crazy decisions, you settle with people you really don't want to be with because I was telling you before how love is a pandemic of its own. Being in love. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, see, being in love is powerful. It can... It can make you achieve things. It could it could destroy you. You could go into depression because of love. Um, you got men sometimes who are insecure, right? Or good looking men, and you're seen with a big fat chick. And this is because a man is afraid of a woman that he's dating to get a lot of attention. He can't handle it, or he lacks confidence. I always judge a man by the woman that he's with, what she looks like. Wait, That's superficial deep. reasons? No, it's not superficial. If you've got a certain woman with you, it's based on how you think and how you move. This is just my opinion. Okay. You know, this is just me. I'm not saying to the world right now, this is theory, this is fact. I'm saying that if your bitch is ugly to me, Nine times of ten, your ass is weak and you can't handle a pretty bitch. Because there's a lot of men who get a girl with a fat ass or cute, and he can't handle it because she gets a lot of attention. She can't. If she speaks to someone, he's jealous. And just like some women who date out of their league, so to speak. You got some women who date a handsome guy or athlete or entertainer. But because they can't control their emotions, they allow their emotions to go run all over the place and crazy. And sometimes they sabotage the relationship. Mm. So it's, it's so many different things to um, a man why he wants to settle down. Me, I'm dating everybody. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> and that's just me. Like, you know, I don't have the lifestyle like I used to have. When I say lifestyle, I don't date like I used to date when I was young. But, mm-mm, I'm good. I am made it this far. Uh, <laughs> I think I can ride the rest out. But you're still young. You're still at it. Um, yeah, I'm still settling young. Settling down is different I'm from settling down. How old? I'm 59. Oh, God bless. Black don't crack. Look at them. No, black crack. Black crack. Come on, buddy. You got to take care of yourself. You got to take care of yourself. That's what people tell me that. It's a lie. I think you did it here right now. I show you a lot of niggas look fucked up. That's 20, that's 27, 28 years old. It looks crazy. Yeah, I can take care of myself. Right. Okay, so let's go back to what you stated. You stated that settling down, that's different from settling. So you won't settle. For anyone, is that correct? Or anything? It's, it's, you got to be a bad motherfucker. And I mean bad, not far as beauty, but you have to have the total package. And what does that package include? It, I, I, hmm. There's a lot of women who I would love to probably marry, but they probably had children. They probably had other things going on in their life with their mother being in a, a home or the mom might have dementia. Or you might live with your mother and 
got brothers, sisters, you know, you're all staying together. It could be so, but you're a great person. And you have to truly want to know what you will allow in your life. And that's what people don't think about. They think about that person, yeah. But do can you deal with their mother's bullshit that they complain about? Can you deal with her brother's bullshit that she complains about? Or can the woman deal with the man's complaints of other things he has going on? All those things are factors in a relationship. And you have to choose what you want, what you can deal with. I know what I could deal with. Zero. Because <laughs> you know what's hard about being in a relationship? What? What is that? You work hard all motherfucking week. And, and Friday night, you come home, and you're happy. And your mate had a bad day. And it messes up everybody's damn weekend. I don't like but, that. But that could happen to anyone. That could happen yeah, to you. But if I'm single... <laughs> right? If I'm single mm-hmm. and a girl and I'm dating different people and that girl has a problem, guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna call another bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna get that person my attention, like, Oh, I'm sorry that happened. Wow, that's crazy. Would you go ahead and get some rest and I'll check back on you later and soon as I hang that phone up. I'll call them and say, Hey, what you doing? So you don't believe in being supportive of that person? I was supportive. Well, on the phone. On the yeah, phone. I was supportive. But what about in person? Like, hey, Maybe that person's um, on the other side of the world. I probably can't get there. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> but you will have other options in the background. Hey, you don't drive a car out of spare? <laughs> <laughs> you sure don't. <laughs> I love uh-huh. it. I love it. Uh, you talked about uh, being honest, um, and I think we, we touched on honesty as freedom. Can you elaborate to your listeners about honesty and how you go about um, providing honesty to people and yourself? I just tell the truth, shit. You got to know how to tell the truth, and you got to know how to lie. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So you're telling us that you have to learn how to tell the truth and lie? Right, because telling the truth is a gift, and lying is a gift. You know how women say, oh, a man should just tell me he wants some pussy. A man should just tell me he wants this. They just got to be honest. I don't believe in that. I believe you do have to lie because women hold on to baggage. And if the nigga you fucking with was a liar or he just wanted some ass, then you start thinking everybody's like that. So when you do find the man of your dreams, guess what? You won't give him a shot because the person that got there before you damaged you. And you and you're damaged. So that doesn't go for the for the and a lie well. and a lie only hurts if you get caught. Hmm. Okay. And you got to be man enough that if you get caught if you're cheating. You got to be man enough to deal with the consequences. See, some guys get caught and they want to stay in a relationship. If I was in a relationship and I got caught, I'm leaving. Like I'm not kissing your ass. I'm not sending you flowers. I'm not. Going to beg to stay with you. Now, not doing now, everybody who's listening, this is me. You can't do what I do <laughs> because you're so happy you niggas to be homeless. <laughs> <laughs> you know, happy happy niggas will be homeless. So don't do what I do. I do what's right for me. Okay. You got to do what's right for you. Right. And so, my my mm-hmm. my life is my life. Mm-hmm. So that's how I move. 
So honesty and and lying, because you have to know the difference between two and who you're going to lie to and who you're going to tell the truth to. Yeah, that's so true. Because you know, some people listen to me and say, "Oh, I'm gonna keep it 100." And you, 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 not only will you damage things for yourself, you damage the person, you know. And you got, like I said, you got to know to lie to the cops. You got to know how to lie to judges. You got to know how to lie to attorneys. You know, I don't want you to get in that type of trouble, but mm-hmm. you got to know how to do all those things. But at the end of the day, my goal is to tell people to um, work hard, save your money, buy a nice car every three years, um, travel, buy yourself a nice little thing. You just don't go broke. Have your money where you can take a woman out to eat, drink, have a good time, have a little sex. And based on, as you go through these journeys, you know, you you, you kick it with the person that you truly, truly enjoy the most. And that's it. And the ladies, too, you know. But like I said, um, men have always studied women. But women, truly, to me, don't really understand men. Yeah, you said that. What does that mean? Because y'all get in the nigga's face, y'all talk shit, not knowing that a nigga would knock you the fuck out, and you oh. still repress him. That's keep not every home. woman. I'm not, no, we're not doing that, no. We got to keep it neutral. We know it's not everybody. Mm-hmm. So I just want to make sure we're clear. We okay. know it's not everybody. We're just putting this out in the universe, and if it, if it sticks, then apply. If it doesn't stick, it's not you. Right. But I'm just saying, the majority, a lot of women don't know about men, how to give them their space, how sometimes to be quiet, how not to just a nag a man all day. Um, that's it, because for your 20s in life are supposed to be your years to explore. Hmm. The ones who did it the most was like the um, that girl who was married to Wiz Khalifa. Lionel Richie's Amber daughter, Amber Rose, Lionel Richie's um, daughter, the Kardashians. See, they did. They spent their whole, all their twenties being hoes. Now, I say hoes because it's interesting to, and it's funny. They hoes, the whole twenties, but but once, they, but but they stuff was explored. A lot of women live the same kind of life they do. It's just that nobody can see their business. Mm-hmm. But you go through that, and then as you get older. You start changing. You know what kind of man you want to be with. Because think about it. Um, that girl who was dating, um, Kristen Trishna, over that, who playing for the for Cleveland, LeBron was playing. You would never, you, right, that, yep, never thought that that would happen to her. Mm-mm. And man, but they kept their business quiet, though. You don't hear nothing about child support. You don't hear nothing mm-hmm. about, the, about them going to court. They're having a nasty um, case. You know, so it's just so many, 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 many situations. And now with the coronavirus, it's really going to test people's ability to be in a relationship. Mm. You definitely got to tell us more about that. What does that mean? Well, see, people don't have strategies. (laughs) (laughs) See, you're in a relationship, you have to have strategy. You've got to know how to manage your pussy. You've got to know how to manage your dick. You've got to know that you can't fuck every day. And a woman got to know that, oh, just because my man is not fucking, he's tired. No, 
you have to manage it so that person still wants you and you want each other so you don't fuck every day. You might fuck two or three times a week. Some days you might just give your man head. Sometimes a guy might just want to eat his girl's pussy, and that's it. Because if you're together and you're planning on being together for the rest of your life, and let's say that let's say that's thirty, forty years, that's a long time to be fucking the same person. That's a long time to be fucking the same thing. And then you gotta travel and do certain things because most people repeat the same thing every day when they talk to each other. I guarantee you in a relationship, you repeat the same shit at least twenty times a year that you discussed already. So now everything is a fucking rewind, like a movie, like one of those TV shows. Oh, I cannot with you. And, and oh, my you know, and if you live in a one-bedroom apartment, y'all can't get away from each other? Yeah. Well, with children? You, yeah, so now you sit in the bathroom with the door shut on your phone with no Wi-Fi, you're trying to... Trying to you're trying to do social media, but your Wi-Fi just got cut off. Oh, my God. Your ass is done. <laughs> and there's no social media to save you? Do you think that that would help during this pandemic? Well, I'm not just saying that. I'm just saying no entertainment. There's nothing to get your mind occupied. Mm-hmm. Do you think that would help, though, social media? No, I'm not saying that it would help. But, you know, everybody wakes up and want to get on their phone to look at Instagram or TMZ or Blab, whatever, or World Star, mm-hmm. or just look at or TK Kirkland's um, uh, yeah. podcast. Oh, all that stuff. So all that stuff is in all that stuff is important. And I mean, and it's only um, a mere moment of, of entertainment because then at the end you got to really face reality. And just think about the people who check the check or people who's under tremendous stress. Because things are not paid, or things are about to get cut off. Like I was going to take advantage of the, um, the mortgage and the car notes, and put the money on the back end. But even that has horrible consequences. With your mortgage lender, like you can yeah. do it, but then they have these penalties. So now, when this is over. You're paying your mortgage, but now you're doubling what you're supposed to pay. Okay. So if your if your mortgage is thirty two hundred and you put it on the back end when it comes back, then you got to pay five hundred or a thousand on top of the money that you was paying anyway. Okay. And I really thought it, it could be you could take your mortgage and put it on the back end of your loan without no penalties. No, they ain't going for that shit. Mm-mm. Because we and live they're going to get bailed out. Right. And we live in a capitalistic society. That's why nobody cares. That's why we have problems with the doctors. That's why we have problems with the government. We have problems with every level of, of crisis because everybody has their hand out on how they're going to get paid. Because I always say, ain't nothing wrong with hustling when you're the person that's hustling. There's always a problem when you're the person that's getting hustled. Mm. See, because you took a, a, a mass and, and made it for a penny, but you sold it for $25. Shit, that's a come up. It sure is. But 
you was out and somebody sold you a mass of twenty five dollars, you say, Nigga, you got your motherfucking mind. You not know that this cost you a penny. Because you know it ain't you know it ain't gonna cost twenty five dollars. Right. So those 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 issues become a factor. So right. it's just it's just the things of um Relationships is always going to be complicated because you talk about two different people coming from different environments. You got two different people, how they was raised. Did one family have a mother? Did one family have parents? Did you come up in the hood? What city did you grow up in? Mm-hmm. You know, was you fucking at 16 or was you fucking, you started out late? All this shit is important. I'm telling you. How old was you when you started having sex? 18. See, that's not too bad. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it was, <laughs> I don't know if it was <laughs> planned like that, but it was, it, it went, it went down. Right. Okay. Now, did you plan, now, did you plan to have the sex? I did. Most, most women plan. They, they know yeah. when they're going to fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did. I, I thought I had strategy, as you said. Um, I, I came well prepared. Uh, mm-hmm. Condoms, spermicide back then, a long time ago. I mm-hmm. came well prepared, and you know the. How old are you? Now, mm-hmm. uh, forty-one. Oh, I see. When I came up, we ain't think about condoms and all that shit. <laughs> I think up in the sixties <laughs> or seventies, we was fucking. You know, oh, it's different by. for young ladies they and know. young men. Yeah, like the girl that I had sex with, she was ready. She took off from school. And everything, and that thing I know, we were doing it. Bam! But y'all had a plan. No, she had a plan. I was she just had, you just went with it. <laughs> yeah, but I find most women are the initiators to sex. Yes. I really do believe that. I believe it too. Yeah, I believe in most situations, women are putting men in situations to fuck. Yeah, I I believe that, and men mm-hmm. usually just. Go with the flow. They're all right. ready. Right. So they're never turning yeah. nothing down. Right. Until you have too many babies or mm. too many child support or you run into crazy house. And like and women and women run into crazy crazy men. Mhm. And do you think that when they do this young, like you said, it all plays a part and they have various children when they're young. The that could destroy you later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It can. And talk about those things, of how it can destroy or make people stronger. A lot of times we've seen people overcome yeah, many sure. obstacles for yeah. their children, you know, right. place the fire under them, go to school, yeah. you know, put the hustle like you talked about under them because they're doing it for someone else now, right. opposed to themselves. That's but talk true. about those things that but it can that, be detrimental to, especially our African-American men. But it's, it's, it's but let me say it was funny, right? I, again, I like talking. See, when you question, when you ask questions like that, I feel like I'm on the view. <laughs> <laughs> so if you ask me another question, and I feel like you interviewing me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang up on you. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. Ask me one more motherfucking question, like so. What do you think, Mister No, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't make it seem like don't make it seem like you wrote some questions down and you interviewing me. 
No, that's not the way it works. I like this talk. It ain't no damn question for question strategically planned. That's not what we do here. Yes, but, I am but, so sorry about that. It's, but we uh-huh. just want to know. Because I'll let you get away with it like your... two times. Yeah. That one right there irritated me because I felt it for some reason. Like I really felt it on my chest. I was like, oh, I'm not sure okay. you're asking another fucking question. Okay. Just sneak it in. Because <laughs> believe it or not, I don't do so. I do apologize. Like I so apologize for that because that was not my intention. But you have to look at it like picking your brain and getting the responses that we get from you is valuable, okay? Like mm-hmm. you can implement today in the next second. Mm-hmm. And if someone listens to all of your podcasts and they ask you, it's like, oh, get it. You got it? Good. Right, then, right, right, yeah, right. Tell them that. Marriage a pussy girl. Like, you know, that's the, <laughs> you know, that's what I'm about to tell my friends next conversation. Are you managing what you gonna your tell pussy them? well? Are you managing your pussy well during this quarantine? Yeah. Are you? You got to manage it because eventually you get, because you can have bomb pussy, but you get on the nigga's nerves and you talk. Hmm. Or you could be a nice person, but the pussy's horrible. Or you could be a, a well-built guy, and your dick game was whack. Mm. Or, or you could be a skinny guy, got a big dick, and fuck the hell out of girl, but the girl don't like the way you look when you got your clothes <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is crazy. <laughs> or, you know, you got the girl actually starting to see your feet for the first time. Your feet are dry. <laughs> Or you don't have a different, you don't have different pajamas. You've been wearing the same thing every day until Saturday that you washed it and you put the same damn pajamas back on. Oh, that's horrible. That's, that's bad. See, that's all I'm saying. Like, all those things are important. The way you dress through the house, what you're wearing. Do you have air freshener? Because you can blow the bathroom up, right? Somebody's way in the kitchen. And you're like, Ooh. Like, that would destroy me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I would it's never be the same. If you blew up my bathroom, I, would, I wouldn't touch you for five years. <laughs> you have a five year? <laughs> you put him on a five-year waiting list? Um, for real. I, you, would, you would not get this dick for five years. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> like I wouldn't eat the pussy I wouldn't do nothing because that smell would be in my head for the rest of my life <laughs> oh my like, goodness Ew. so now uh, she's touching me and she look out the corner of my eye like, that's wrong <laughs> and that in you was that always inside of you like oh man this shit is insane Right. <laughs> oh my goodness! So you're looking at her differently now. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Oh, but, so. but but if people could come and go, you got your place. That person got their place. Your relationship could last forever. Because mm. I told a woman in a minute, I'm dating you. I said, Would you rather marry me for three years and get a divorce, or be with me forever? Meaning. You have your place, I have mine, and we go back and forth. Mm. But see, some people are institutionalized. They really think they should be married. So you force yeah. 
these people end up getting married, thinking that's what you want to do, but you go into a marriage without strategy. Mm-hmm. Like that one. Yeah, you're not you're not working out. You're not taking care of your body. You're not taking your that your grooming is horrible. Or let's say you're in the bathroom and the man or woman that keeps the bathroom dirty, like it's makeup everywhere, it's hair mm-hmm. all on the sink. Nobody's keeping the bathroom floor clean on a regular basis. The kitchen is horrible. Like, man, ain't nobody got time for that shit. No. But you should know that before, like, man. You'd be surprised what people should know and still go ahead and do it. <laughs> like, some, like some men are cheaters, right? Mm-hmm. And they'll still get married. Yeah. Lying to themselves. And you got women who are cheap and still get married. Because mm. people I, don't, but people pretend they don't know who they are. They're pretending? They're pretending because if you get married, so you're still a cheater. You're pretending you should be a husband. If you a woman, you marry, you cheat, you pretending you should be a wife. Right. Instead of being honest. With yourself. With yourself. With yourself. That's the one that you be honest with yourself, but lie to them. Is that right? The one? <laughs> well, no, 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 no. See, I'm the learning. Honesty. <laughs> marriage is a whole nother level. Dating is another level. Marriage is another level. Mm-hmm. Marriage is a true commitment, a bond. Like a lot of consequences come with marriage. Like you can lose, you can pay alimony, you can pay child support with mm-hmm. marriage. Now, you could date and have a child and just pay child support. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's consequences when you say, I do. Mm-hmm. And then you got people, I'm talking about this in my show, how you got men who get married and never been to church. Huh? You got men who will be married but never been never to been church. See, to get married, you have to believe in what that Bible is saying. You have to believe in the Word. Your mind has to be trained to the church. So now here you are here working hard, doing your thing. You you marry this woman, but you have not been in the Bible for decades. I've never been in the Bible. So now this man is saying all these things while you up there, the pastor, and you saying, yes, I did. And this some powerful words. To death be his part, or for better for worse, or for sickness and health. See, I, I marry somebody, and you get sick on me, I'm taking in your mother out. No doctors did it, but your mother I'm not dealing with a sick bitch. If you get sick on me. I'm not going to the doctor. I'm not doing the medical insurance shit. Mm-hmm. I'm taking your mama house. Because in my head, I'm like, all these healthy-ass bitches out here in the world, I choose a bitch who gets sick. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. I, <laughs> well, I, I always say that a black man to get married after he has to go to the doctor two times in a month. He's going to get married. That third time he's gonna be married going there. Uh, see, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't trip about it. 
because black men don't like doing the doctor's period, so they got to go twice. No, no, no. I go to the doctor. I got my insurance. I, let me tell you something. You don't get to be my age and be no fool. <laughs> I do all that shit. I just know who I am. Right. Right. And uh, we definitely got to talk about, I talked to my son about that. I talked to my son now. That he's, he's only 12, babe. Yeah, he's only 12. Yeah, you ain't going to be bringing that into his life right now. I don't bring all of that into his life. But you have to talk to your sons because... Where's his dad? His dad is here, my husband. Okay, so why don't his son, why don't his dad talk to him? Because his dad still has dad conversations. He still has to have mom and son conversations that a lot of people don't explore. So there are things that you're going to have to, you're going to get from your dad, right? Your dad going to give you a lot of information, and that's not my business. But there are things that he has to get from his mom about like women, about how women do things and how you have to do things for yourself. Like you talked about domestication, you know, uh, making sure that you're able to save your money and, and uh, you know, death do us part in church and all these other things that I do nurture my son with. These are things that mom and son have to have so he can see something relatable in the queen that he chooses to have later on. And I think that's very important that you always have to have, you know. And then also, how about there's some scandalous bitches out here, son, period. You know, it comes comes different from your mom than your dad. Right. So did you call me, son? No, I said, I'm talking about my son. Like I said to my son, yes, (laughs) in reference to my son. Understand. You know, I speak to my son like, son, you know, there's some scandalous hoes out here, okay? I don't speak in that manner. He will figure that out as time goes on. But if he got the if he got some knowledge early, he can see it. Right, that's true. He has some knowledge early, but he he's gonna get the knowledge. I got a a great feeling. You are gonna make sure. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's good that you you know you've been in on TK Kirkland, but I think his dad will handle it. You know, I think his dad will handle it. And one thing about the TK Kirkland podcast. It's really like the Bible to the streets. You can listen to this 100 years from now, mm-hmm. and everything I talk about, you can use it in your life. Yes, yeah. And if a person one day sits down and listens to every show I put together, everything I said from credit to relationships to stacking your money will better your life. I mean, so many people hit me on Instagram and social media and Twitter about how listening to this show has truly changed their life. And I love that. That's good. And that's mm-hmm. what you want to do. That is that is to inspire helps. No matter what. Oh. It's, it's small little things, big things, the whole podcast, parts of it. You're going to get something that you didn't get before. You're going to get something that you haven't experienced, but now you know a little bit more of. And that's mm-hmm. what I enjoy about the podcast because it's real. So I'm sorry with my view questions. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Even though that would be very delightful to see you on the view. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when I always try to speak with intelligence and be pure in my heart. And if I could do that, then I could walk away knowing that I was just um, honest. And it felt good. That's why I haven't done anything on IG, and I haven't done anything on Blad. I haven't done nothing on nobody's show because there's too just inf- too much information out there in the world 
and it gets um, cloudy. You know, it's just oh, it's too much turbulence there because everybody is um, shooting for a position to give their opinion. And I always tell people when a crisis happens, one of the opportunity, because of every crisis there's an opportunity, whether you, mm-hmm. like right now, you can buy airline tickets for real cheap for like almost mm-hmm. $19. Is that? Right? You can get real estate that's almost cheap. You have car insurance, they're kicking, they're giving kickbacks because nobody's driving. Mm-hmm. The, the, the environment is cleaner than it's ever been since the 40s because nobody's driving their car, right? Mm-hmm. So there's mm-hmm. opportunity in every crisis. The goal is to sit back and watch the opportunity, but I'm truly sitting back to watch the play. And what the play is, I don't know, but somebody has come up with something that we will figure this out later on why this truly happened to the world. And what I mean by that is either China created this and put something together. There's also a combination of Donald Trump saying this is a hoax. Um, there's also a combination of people complaining about the coronavirus and dying. And I know everybody's not healthy, but you have to look in the mirror and know that your health, you have to be responsible for your health before a crisis comes. And that's why you got to walk and eat right. Mm-hmm. Do not drink a lot of alcohol and pass it on to your children because in another 100 years, there will be another huge pandemic. The same way it was at that. It's like in 1917, 1918, mm-hmm. there was a little, the Luenza um, pandemic. And what people know, corona, coronavirus will be here forever because it's like the flu. So it's the strain of the flu, and it comes back every year. Mm-hmm. So they have to come up with another. They have to come up with vaccine soon because in um, December, January, February of this year, when this goes away, it comes back. Yeah, and, and even stronger. Right, and that's the thing they haven't mentioned. Nobody's talking about when it comes back, the pandemic. But it comes back. Every pandemic. And the one they don't really tell you about was in the 18, 1854, different times. They didn't have technology had a day, but um, 20 million people died. Mm. In 1917, 3 million people died. Right now, we're already up to 20,000 just here in America. Oh. And it has to be, yeah. And that, I mean, those facts are, are crucial to how we're going to do things tomorrow. What are we doing today to move the needle tomorrow? There's nothing you can do. This is, this is right here. Is they're watching a movie. And somebody put it on pause, and they went and ran errands, and somehow got on a flight to another city and forgot they left this motherfucker on pause, <laughs> right? So we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how the economy is going to get back. We don't know. We don't really know anything. We don't. So you can take one day at a time, try to eat right, and not gain a lot of weight. So when this thing is over, if you're in a relationship, know how to give each other space and have peace of mind. Um, know how to give a person privacy, give them their privacy. Privacy is everything. And that's mm-hmm. it. That's how you can do it. Privacy so is hope- everything? Excuse me, You said privacy is everything. Privacy is everything. In a relationship no. and, and also if you're single, period. Right, right, right. But like I said, if you ever get into a relationship, far as relationship, far as with a job, far as anything you do, you have to have a plan. You have to. You just can't wing it. 
impossible. You just can't wing it. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, another show has come and gone. I, I appreciate this sister, believe it or not, um, hitting me up about this question about selling because I thought it was a something I had never talked about in my show, and I hope that a lot of people can truly take something that I said today and apply it to your life. Remember, what's good for me may not be good for you. So just take what you think is right, apply it if it can. Either I intimidated you or I inspired you. The choice is yours. I wish you the best, beautiful. You take care of that baby and your husband, and you manage your pussy with your husband. You hear me? <laughs> I will. Thank you. You, okay, you I'm have serious. a I'm for real. Don't be fucking him every day. Give him some space. Yes, space, privacy, and make sure that you manage that penis correctly, okay? Right, yeah. Okay, them, quarantine the right. penis. Oh, yeah, totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> Have a sure. good one. Thank you yes, again. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.